You Can Handle Anything, episode number 295. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming and complaining and without getting mad at yourself for losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions. But I also know that being able to control your emotions in the moment is the most empowering way to live. In this podcast, you will learn how to take responsibility for your emotions so you can get unstuck from them and be able to handle anything. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I have a story for you, but instead of it being my personal story, this time it's a story of one of the women inside of my community, the Living Deliberately Circle. And if you're new to me, I'd like to just take a moment to explain more about this community and who are the members in it. So as you likely know, I teach practical tools to help women handle everyday emotional situations they face in their lives. And when I work with women, whether it's one-on-one or in either of my courses, This is where we begin. I teach them how to get emotionally unstuck. But once my students learn my first tool, because I have more than one, they have a choice. They can go on practicing this tool on their own and applying it to their lives, or they can join me and other women who have learned with me inside of my community. And they would choose to do that for a few reasons. First of all, the chances of you creating a change in your life is always gonna be greater when you're doing this work alongside other people. There's a sense of camaraderie and inspiration and support and connection and accountability that really kind of forces this work to be front of mind for you so that you're constantly doing it on a day-to-day basis. Secondly, if you enroll in my Get Unstuck course, which you can do at any time by heading over to my website, like I said earlier, you learn my first tool, the Unstuck Method. But once you start to embrace this tool in your life, what you may come to realize is that life can't just be about putting out fires all the time, right? There's got to be more than that. And there is, which is why when you enroll in my community, you learn the rest of the tools. You learn the clear way for being able to get unstuck from things that have not happened yet, but you might be anticipating or worrying about. And you learn the living deliberately approach which teaches you how to be the person that you want to be in any moment. And then finally, a third reason why someone would want to join the community after enrolling in one of my courses is because this work really is lifelong learning. It's not about going from here to there because there is no there, right? And even if there were a there, there's always more learning and growing to do. And so when you're a part of my community, you're constantly being challenged in a really good way to evolve yourself as the best human you can be in all areas of your life. And it forces you to really wake up to see what's possible for you. And to me, that's what life is all about. It's not about being stagnant and doing the same things day to day and reacting in the same ways moment to moment and telling yourself the same stories that don't really serve you. Rather, it's about reinventing yourself, knowing that you totally can at any age and you can live your best life. And for me, honestly, it is a privilege to witness the shifts and transformations in my students, seeing where they begin on their journey, and then watching as their life unfolds, 
and how they powerfully respond to the obstacles they face and how they create their futures ahead of time. It is an unbelievable privilege and I'm so grateful for it. So the story you're going to hear today is from the newest member of the Living Deliberately Circle. Her name is Cheryl. She's 64 and she lives in California. Cheryl has had so many mini shifts over the last month alone that I asked her if she'd be willing to share one of them with my listeners and she agreed. So I welcome you to listen with open ears and an open heart and enjoy Cheryl's story. Thank you, Shira, for asking me to share how I was able to be deliberate with my daughter and her dog in a situation that I was faced with two weeks ago. The backstory is my daughter has had her dog Shelby since she was a puppy. She was 13 years old and in very good health until Thanksgiving when she started having mobility issues. She got progressively worse over the course of three days to the point that she was not able to stand and could barely walk. She had already been to the vet twice in those three days and had been given some anti-inflammatory and pain medication, but it was not helping very much. They said it could be something neurological or intravertebral disc disease. Like I said, she was healthy up until this. The next step would have been going to an emergency room visit the following day to see a neurologist, which would have led to CT scans, MRIs, possible surgery down the road, etc. I'm sure you were getting the picture. Her paws were also knuckling, which was not a good sign. My daughter lives 10 minutes away from me, so fortunately I was able to jump in and help her quickly. She had sent me a video of her dog barely walking with a text that said, I don't know what to do. I am also very close to her dog, Shelby, as I would frequently watch her through the years. I knew what had to be done in that moment. As I was quickly preparing to leave the house, I was looking into the future, which was very soon going to turn into the present. I was looking at it with fear and profound sadness. I then remembered when Shira walked me through my fear of the future with my elderly parents. So I started to tell myself how I wanted to be deliberate with my daughter in this situation, which I knew was going to lead to euthanasia for our precious pup. I told myself I wanted to be strong for her. I wanted to be gentle with her, and I wanted to be calm. I wanted to communicate to her that I would not hysterically cry, but that I loved her dog dearly, and I would definitely be shedding some tears. I deliberately set out to be what I thought my daughter would need, but how could I truly know? So while we were driving in the car, I told her to please tell me what she needed from me. I am a talker, so I also told her that I would talk if she wanted me to, but I would be quiet if she rather. Since it was a Sunday, there was nowhere in Napa to go, so we went to one place, but the morgue was full. Imagine that. Very sad weekend at that vet's office. So they would have done the euthanasia, but we would have had to take the dog home. Uh, no. Again, I needed to be deliberate and stay in control and move forward to help my daughter and her dog. We were given an address of another place to go about 10 minutes from where we were in another town. Um, we went to this place, and each place I kept my daughter and her dog in the car until I figured things out. The second place, when I walked in immediately, it was perfect. So I brought my daughter and the dog into this vet. We did not have to wait long at all, fortunately. They were kind and helpful, and we were able to have her dog put to sleep in a loving way. 
I was deliberate in following my daughter's wishes and helped throughout this process when she asked me. Shelby is now at peace. I realize grief is a process and that I'm not actually stuck in grief, but I don't want to feel so sad and upset every minute of the day, which is actually how I have been since Thanksgiving Day. I have taken myself through the unstuck method, though, and have found it helpful as I considered that we needed to do this for Shelby. I considered that putting her sleep was the right thing to do. It was the humane thing to do. I considered that my daughter was the hero for Shelby and deciding to do this for her. I considered that dogs are not ours to keep. I considered that Shelby had a good, long life of 13 years with lots of lug. I considered that I could be happy about this for Shelby and my daughter as well. I considered that Shelby would want us to go on to be happy. I consider my daughter's needs and know that there are still things that I can do as far as Shelby's passing. For instance, calling her vet to cancel appointments, calling to purchase the little cedar box that her remains will be put in, etc. I have already done these things, but there are still some things to do and I will do them with love and intention. I will be deliberate in staying strong, showing up and helping my daughter through her grief process. That's it. Thank you so much for letting me share this. All right. Whether you have a pet or not, or whether you have a child who has a pet or not, I hope you were able to see yourself somehow in Cheryl's story, perhaps regarding her noticing who she was being and her kind of waking up to realize who it is she really wanted to be in that story. I love how Cheryl got herself emotionally unstuck and how she came up with so many great considerations to her story. Mostly, I'm proud of Cheryl for taking that first step to enroll in my course, Get Unstuck, because it is amazing to me how much growth has happened in Cheryl in such a short amount of time since she made that choice. Okay, just a note to the students who have enrolled in Get Unstuck, the doors to the Living Deliberately Circle open at the end of every month, so please watch for an email from me where I'll send you all the details about enrolling, and I can't wait to welcome you in. Okay, my dear listeners, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today, wishing you a wonderful rest of your week, and remember, you can handle anything. Hello? Hello? Oh, hi, you're one of my podcast listeners, and you wanted to talk to me about being able to handle something in your life. Well, as you know, this is a podcast, and so it's kind of like a one-way conversation, but it doesn't have to be like that. That's why I want to share with you the experience you get when you enroll in my course, Get Unstuck. First of all, this course is the only online training that shows you exactly how to gain control of your emotional reactions using my proven strategy, the Unstuck Method. And by the end of the course, you'll feel more in control during emotional reactions, you'll learn how to respond rather than react to emotionally difficult situations, and you'll feel like you're back in the driver's seat of your life. And best of all, in about two hours, you'll have the tools to do all of this on your own. Secondly, it is so important to me that you get exactly what you need, that I've created three personal live opportunities for you to ask me anything, clear something up that may be confusing, clarify an emotion that you may be experiencing, or offer you help with the story you may be stuck in. You can sign up right away by heading over to my website, shiragura.com, and clicking on Get Unstuck, or you can click on the link in the show notes to get started. Either way, I can't wait to bring this extraordinary work to you. And of course, to meet you in person. I'll see you soon.